This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming in the city. He sleeps with 50 as a top or turtles in his feet. There's still not one that he won't see. everybody my name is doug you knew that i love movies you knew that as well this is doug loves movies coming to you from the comedy attic it's right there for me to read i don't even need this piece of paper in bloomington bloomies indiana on saturday may 20th two oceans 12 at 420 ish Since last I spoke and you listened, I got drunk. Now it's time for... It is already? Now it's time for Watch This, Not That. Audience edition. Let me ask this guy, what's... Do I have enough? I don't. 
<laughs> lean into it, sir. What's your favorite movie? Recently, I saw The Avengers. As your favorite? So, like, if you saw Dark Shadows yesterday, then that would be your favorite? <laughs> Easily susceptible? Okay, fair enough. Let's go over here. How about you? Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Okay, creep. <laughs> no, that is an awesome movie. That really is. It's, but it's, you know, it's kind of a weird choice for absolute favorite. So any reason for that? Or do you have like a pageant background? Were you up for a little Miss Sunshine at some point and didn't get it? Had a sex change? Saw the movie? Came a lifetime favorite? You don't have to answer. You know why? Because you're not answering. Watch the Avengers, not Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> But Little Miss Sunshine is sexier. <laughs> this has been Watch This, Not That. Hey, all my friends in Bloomington. That's you guys. Hi. Pete Holmes is going to be here recording his podcast, You Made It Weird, on June 1st, right? Right here in the Comedy Attic. Yeah. Please fill the place. Do me a favor. Fill the place like you did today, but with yourselves once again. And, but spend the entire time from the audience screaming, Denver, yeah! <laughs> See how he likes it while he's trying to do a show. <laughs> uh, uh, what does this say? I don't, you can't even read this part. Oh, the next road recordings of Douglas movies are going to occur on May 28th at Zanies in Nashville, June 9th at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore, Maryland, and June 11th in New York City. Oh, no, that one's sold out, so we added one on July 2nd, and those are both at the uh, Gramercy Theater. Are any of you guys here today going to uh, Bonnaroo this year? Any Bonnaroo people? It's so funny how people in Tennessee are like, fuck Bonnaroo. You're not even in Tennessee. Why did I say that? planning for the Nashville show next weekend. It's going to be great when I say it there. Can't wait to get to the state of Nashville. I can't believe I was so surprised that only three of you are going all the way to Tennessee to go to uh, Bonnaroo. But uh, you guys are going. Oh, we already talked about it yesterday, didn't we? All right. This is a wasted announcement. That was a guy I met at the show yesterday. He said he's going to come see Crank 2 High Voltage on Thursday, but of course he also still has the option of coming on Friday to see Rambo, uh, two movie interruptions I'm going to be doing in the cinema tent at uh, Bonnaroo this year. The Levacs are here. Where, where are Jeff and Tom at? Where are you guys? Over here. Over there. Uh, you may know them as the winners of last winter's fake trailer contest. They made that awesome uh, Santa Size Me trailer. That was a shot-for-shot shot remake of Girl with Dragon Tattoo trailer. Not the movie. <laughs> oh, my. Santa's being anally raped. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, thank you guys for coming in. They came in from Cincinnati to see this today, the great state of Cincinnati. And, um, and a new fake trailer contest is coming soon. And those guys are eligible, so everybody's going to have to step up their game. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At books underscore not underscore wooks, whatever that means, books not wooks, tweeted, was excited for Dark Shadows until I saw who's in it, who directed it, what's it's, what it's based on, and how shitty it looks. 
And then the last two words of the tweet. Neat title. <laughs> this has been a Tweet Relief Tweets About Movies. Let's look at the prize bags. Prize bags, plural. An embarrassment of riches for you guys for somebody to win today. Uh, we got some posters, which, if I recall correctly, are for East... Two of them are for Eastbound and Down, the great HBO series, and the third one's for something else. And uh, we'll have to ask him when he gets out here. And then this bag says... That all this stuff in this bag, most of it, is from Landlocked Music, a record store right here. <laughs> right down the block from the Comedy Attic, so go by there if you like this sort of stuff. Uh, a, a vinyl... Uh, album of uh, Richard Pryor, Outrageous, was contributed by Landlocked Music. So that's pretty neat. And then I think a t-shirt, and then there's an, another t-shirt for something else. Uh, wait a second. Is this, did somebody really give me just a blank t-shirt? It's not even a t-shirt. It's kind of a, yeah, it's, the sleeves are kind of long, and there's nothing on it. What a weirdo. That's not from Landlock Music, though. There's a Landlock Music t-shirt. Now, that's got something on it. It's got a nice, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, lighthouse. <laughs> all right, so that's all in the Landlock bag. A shirt with nothing on it. Richard Pryor and some posters, uh, two of which I know what they are, and the third I've already forgotten. All right, so this, this is an embarrassing part, putting it all back in the... Uh, the the bag, it's taking too long. I'll mess around with that later in the show. Then the bag I brought, I brought from my friend in Chicago, uh, the comic book guy that made bags that say, uh, Doug Loves Movies, prize bag, and it's got the, the famous m picture of me with a huge gunt. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I should plug his comic book again one more time, because I brought that too. It's called Trouble Club, and it's... Uh, improvised comic with lots of different uh, artists from, uh, I assume they're all in the Chicago area, but they might be elsewhere. One of the guests today brought several DVDs, uh, Total Recall, the uh, Schwarzenegger movie that's going to now be a Colin Farrell movie, and uh, uh, a four-pack of all f the first four Police Academy movies. I'll probably remake those again at some point, and then also a copy of uh, Serenity. So uh, th those are all there. <laughs> Less applause for that. Um, <clears throat> and also, I brought, just because I had it, and I, I probably won't watch it, but it's a, I think it's a great movie, Jackass uh, 3.5. You know, once you've seen it in 3D, it's like, why bother to watch it that way? My CD, uh, Freak Dance sticker, Freak Dance from Matt Besser and the folks at UCB. Love them. And... Uh, a shirt from uh, House Bar. I went to House Bar last night, and uh, they gave me a shirt. And I think also in here is a House Bar shot glass. And, oh, and from my friends at uh, Silver Surfer Vaporizers, a T-shirt that says that on it. You don't want to wear that walking down the street. Oh, and, I went, and also something to put your, uh, just, you know, valuable things in that you, <laughs> things that you have that are of value and are very small and, Need, need an airtight seal on the top. <laughs> oh, and these things. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'll show you what this does in a second, but there's one of these in here. Wow, what, this is uh, maybe best prize bags of all time. These are 
These are pretty amazing. So uh, uh, not that the guests are going to be that big of a surprise to people that uh, frequent this club or were here yesterday, but uh, nonetheless, please welcome to the stage Jared Thompson, David Huntsberger, and John Casali. Hey, guys. Hello. I have an entire cake. Oh, yeah. So a guy came up to me yesterday. He brought a cake for his name tag. I think his name is Logan. Uh, yep. He wrote is he here there. today? No. He came up to me after the show. I was like, here, have this cake. And then I said, we're going to give it away tomorrow. <laughs> so whoever uh, wins today also gets a cake. Most of the top of the cake is on the top of the... Where clear, it's clear evidence that this thing was mishandled. It was originally $20.49, and Logan bought a cake that was $7.79 on clearance. Manager's special, meaning molds soon. Yeah, I don't know where you're going to put that. I'm comfortable here. Maybe you should just... <laughs> do you want to just throw it into the crowd, yeah, see what happens? Who wants this cake? Or know. here, throw it against the new comedy attic sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to destroy that sign. But just, just put it down there like, yeah, she'll watch it for you. Okay. There you go. Well, I'll... Oh, wait. Her name Teamwork. tag says cake eater, so maybe... I perhaps shouldn't have put it near her. for the prize bag, too. Oh, yeah, CDs. Uh, you forgot to give me those backstage. Yep. Hello, robot, and who am I, Menace? Too close. I'm having a coughing fit all of a sudden. I don't know why. Now, Jared Thompson, owner, proprietor, so those are the right words, of Comedy Attic. You talk in your microphone. I know you're not yes. a professional. And uh, you, what did you... You brought another thing out for the I, prize bag. This is the most insane prize bag. This is a $20 gift card to Brown County Winery with a, and with a VIP tour with Jonas. Very exciting. Yeah, Brown County Winery, where their slogan is, if it's brown, wash it down. <laughs> That lost them a lot of business. <laughs> do they let the yellow mellow? <laughs> yeah, of course they do. And that just goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, just do everything in your life so that it rhymes. That's the, that's the important thing. And this was given to me, a guy in Chicago, people in Chicago give me lots of cool stuff, gave me, have you guys seen confetti poppers? It's this thing where you, you blow it up, and it gets like that, and then when you pop it... <laughs> You get it in I should have saved that for when somebody won the game or something. <laughs> yeah, and it all went in my drink, so that's great. <laughs> Can I get another vodka and confetti up here? <laughs> oh, that's fun. I just thought it was a club drug for gay confetti. I mean, John Casali <laughs> comes up to the plate, you guys. <laughs> He's our winner from yesterday. Uh, he came up on stage and uh, took uh, David Huntsberger down in one round. And of course, uh, some of you may have bit you are here, a lot of you, and then some of you may have heard it because it's already it's already on the uh, internet today. The, the audio of you uh, just just soundly defeating David Huntsberger. <laughs> yeah, it was a beating. And yeah. at my and he had a Professor Blastoff um, name tag, so it was at my own doing that I. Yeah, you picked. I cut off That's like, head. Yeah. Does that happen like in boxing? Does like I want that guy to beat my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want that guy to take the title from me. It's my decision. Guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a Professor Blastoff logo? Yeah. It's the equivalent of picking a boxing guy that's just 40 pounds heavier, <laughs> shredded, third arm. 
Is that like the uh, third titty from Total Recall? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so, John, let me just ask you a quick couple questions. Uh, first of all, can you believe you're sitting up here with a club owner and two comics? I, I is this cannot. the most exciting thing that could possibly happen? It is, at least today. What do you, what do, you do for a living? Uh, actually, court administration. <laughs> why, do you, why do you laugh after you say it? Because <laughs> you spend all day just thinking about movies and... More or less. Actually, yeah. uh, if you'd asked me a week ago, it would have been shiftlessly about, but uh, start on Monday. So You just got a job? Just got a job. And this is our chance for us to help you lose the job? Yes, it is. Because that was so much fun smoking reefer with you after the show yesterday. <laughs> when you won, we got so fucking high. And he was like, women are stupid. <laughs> I forget what you said about black people, but... <laughs> You didn't call him stupid. You, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> well, good luck with your new, uh, your new gig, and I'm sorry that I lost it for you already. What happened? Oh, I was joking confetti. around about wanting, and they put confetti in this one too. I can't believe. No, there wasn't that. I, I'll drink a drink with confetti in it. I didn't need a new one, but that's how you got a great staff here. Uh, what's your name again, Jared? <laughs> Doug That's Benson, true. man's you, man. I'll drink a drink with confetti. Why don't you call it Jared's the comedy attic? That'd be awesome. Um, since we're talking to you right now, you got a club and a seven-year-old, too. Yeah, you know, so you say. And it uh, seems like forever ago. But uh, do, you, uh, do you get out to the movies at all with all your responsibilities? Sure. Absolutely. I usually have to go when uh, his, his mom, my wife, his, mo his mom, my <laughs> wife, and he are asleep. But yes, I've, I've been to a few movies lately, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. All right. <laughs> usually dudes with kids and, you know, in busy careers come on my show and they just either haven't seen anything or they've seen, you know, Megamind 50 times. Well, Doug, my passion for movies runs deep. What is your kid like so far? He, was, he sat through The Muppets, which was very exciting. He loves The Muppets movie, uh, the, the new one and the original. And, uh, of course, uh, he's really into Monsters, Inc. right now, and, both, and all three of the Toy Story movies. He's right. got, he has good taste also. Yeah, well, you're also not letting him watch shit, no, probably. No way. <laughs> you're forcing your, your taste on him, and so far it's working out. Uh, he didn't, there was, wasn't, weren't you telling me there was something he wouldn't, didn't want to sit through? Uh, well, he's, no, he's refused a few things. Like, we tried, I mean, there's, you know, there's stuff, like, that he's just not ready for, like, Wally. -E. That's guy just, you know, there's no ways. Why would you even try? <laughs> I'm a it's never too early to learn about cockroaches and the destruction <laughs> of the earth, little boy. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's pretty good. He's, okay. a, he's a good kid. All right. So far. <laughs> we'll see. Terrible twos. <laughs> Um, and so what movies as an adult have you snuck off to to enjoy? Well, this week I saw The Dictator, which I liked a lot. Yeah? I did. That well, was that's very a good, funny. That's good to hear something positive about it because the reviews have been kind of mixed and uh, I, I just, I don't get it. I like, I like when he makes fun of people that don't know they're being made fun of. It was 75% as good as Borat. I'll say that. You know, I love the way you come up with these figures. That's fine. You, you have a theory that Dan Telfer shared with me. Oh, shit. That, and, and I kind of agree with it, that every movie could be 30 minutes shorter. Well, I, and I, what I, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Actually, I would be okay with it to get rid of the movies that are too long if every movie was 30 minutes shorter, if that makes sense. And it did not make sense. That's fine. Yeah, but, what is that supposed to mean? 
you know, like, uh, you know, like a give and take, Doug. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you would, dude. If you're gonna try movie. to pay me in weed, I'm going to be very. No, is but this like, your way of telling me that I'm gonna have to pay for that PB and J I just ate. <laughs> like the Fantastic Mr. Fox was not 30 minutes too long. So it's not every movie, but it's so pretty rampant. movies that are 90 minutes long aren't th 30 minutes too long, because right. then they'd be an hour, and that would be a TV special or something. Right, but right, movies exactly. that are two hours long right. like or the longer was simply too could long. always have a half hour cut out. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. But there's something about a big action movie or a drama or something. Like, Can you imagine like a 90-minute Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, move it along! <laughs> we get it! <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you. It didn't need to be three hours long. Right, right. For sure. Same with Titanic. Just yeah, like Titanic should just be like, we hit an iceberg. You know, really? instead of all that other stuff that happens. And the parts where the old lady at the beginning and the end and throwing the jewel into the water like a fool. Like a goddamn fool. I could live with all, without those parts. Really, anything that was two tapes when there was VHS. It was just like, all right, the second tape's a little unnecessary. But... What? People here remember two tapes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, college, college really is out for the year, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the cutters have the run of the place for the next three months. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. So, uh, David Huntsberger is here, everybody. Oh. And, uh, hey, thanks. <laughs> and I, you know, we, we've we just did a show together two days ago, so I don't, I don't think you've snuck in any movies since then. That, uh, uh, one day. Oh, that's right. You were telling me, you were trying to say that, you, that I should watch it. You said you'd eliminated it from your life, and I said, <laughs> there are worse movies. Like, I don't feel like it, did, it warrants complete elimination from your life. It's at least we're seeing you going, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> I can't. The, the Anne Hathaway doing an English accent the whole movie, I can't. I She's can't a good bear actress, it. though. I, she d probably does it perfectly. It's probably impeccable. But it's mm. still that American face actress that I know going, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it, just, it just seems fake. You know, even when they're good at it, I didn't think that R Renee Zellweger. I didn't buy that. I didn't buy whenever Gwyneth Paltrow does it, when Madonna does it. I don't get it. Maybe that's more of a thing that's on, on the Today you, Show. <laughs> <laughs> but you just have a problem with people talking in different accents. It's weird though, because why do I never have a problem with Meryl Streep? Hmm. There's something about the extra craft that goes beyond of creating a character instead of just having the, the proper accent. Yeah. And I don't think. How do you feel when it goes the other way when like British actors have a pretty good American accent? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me wonder why don't they just lose their fucking accent <laughs> all the time? Just quit being so British. Like, why is Hugh Laurie going on talk shows and being all Britishy when he, we know he's house. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's a big faker. But yeah, I'm always impressed. Like all the way back to like. Oh, I uh, missed a golden opportunity to say no one is house. <laughs> <laughs> all the way back to Bob Hoskins in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I thought he was amazing in that with his uh, you know American accent. And uh, but what? Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay, I think we covered all the. Uh... Have you been to the movies lately, John? Actually, I saw Avengers this morning in preparation for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> so you had not seen it yet. I had not seen it yet. And had all the kind of hype and talk about it and things you'd heard about it kind of ruin it? Or did you still go in fresh enough? 
honestly, I went in fresh enough and enjoyed it, although for an action movie, it you could feel every single minute of that running time. It, I'm it telling was, you. It was yeah. over long. I, 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 need, I only need to hear about the Tesseract once. And then they can move on, you know? Like, what's in that box, a Tesseract? Okay, good. <laughs> good to know. And, uh, yeah, and it's just, I, don't, I gotta see it again, because I really, I was so disappointed by it, and people love it, and uh, so now I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, missing out on something, but uh, I gotta go, uh, you know, give it another try. But I still, even after watching it again, will say, why isn't Scarlett Johansson kicking the shit out of people constantly. Like, I, I why does she have agree. a great action scene, hand-to-hand combat at the very beginning of the movie, and then never does it again, or kind of does it at the end, but the aliens are too big to have hand-to-hand combat with, unless you're the Hulk. What's well, a weird combination that this like elite fighting squad has a Hulk and then a girl who knows karate? Those are just like on a spectrum. That's and the guy is good what, with what, arrows. Yeah, she's yeah. a girl with that knows karate with red hair. That's a very <laughs> important distinction. Ah. Yeah, and she's also got she's also got a past that they keep hinting at. It's like, what does she do? <laughs> she cuts to the front of lines. That sort of past. <laughs> something she does. She did something in you know in her earlier life that she's very ashamed of. Oh, and, a past. Uh, <laughs> Like what did you think I said? A pass. <laughs> like she could just go to Disneyland, like, got this pass. Oh, right. And then just on she goes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that skin tight jumpsuit she wears does work as a pass <laughs> yeah, for, for any place she wants to go. Uh, all right. So uh, Avengers, one day, and what, what was yours? The Dictator. Dictator. The Dictator. And, so, and you guys all recommend all of those movies. <laughs> With you sure. guys and your lack of patience and a strict no two tape policy. How do you feel about like old movies where they didn't take their time and really like set up stuff and everyone always raves about oh back in the golden age of film and they would they would create a moment and now there's just you need nonstop just stimulus. No, but that's where that's the thing is I I worried and I was correct about the Avengers that it would be too Transformersy, which is my way of saying too much action and mm. not enough uh, like just stuff that's interesting or right. or also action where. That guy almost got crushed by an entire building. Good thing he stepped out of the way in time. Like, everything the Avengers do, at any point, any of them could get smashed like a bug, and then we'd be like, oh, shit, we just lost an Avenger. If if that battle was really happening. But since it's a fake movie, everybody survives except for some character they introduce two seconds before they kill him. I'm not saying that happens. Can we... can we not lose one of the Avengers? Is this like a thing that's already written that they already uh, well, know? How could they happening? get rid of any of them? I mean, I don't know. That's you what know? I'm asking. That's, like if that's if the... all of a sudden I need Jameson, Jameson, can they die? Can any? They can die. Oh shit! Well, they should have died then. <laughs> one of them should have died, and I would have been, you know. What did? Why did you just go Jameson? Like, do you have a butler that <laughs> reads comic books? <laughs> no, but he. Dude, he wears a Green Lantern shirt. He's going to know the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, let me ask you about uh, Stephen King Overlook Hotel shirt. Where is that hotel? Where is it in the book? Where is it in the movie? And where is it in real life? Go. Uh, Colorado, Colorado, and Colorado. I think the movie's in Maine or something, isn't it? No, it's in Colorado. I mean the book. Oh. Aren't all Stephen King things in Maine? I think most of them are. I don't know the answer, actually. How Which fu- is going to be a recurring theme Maine? for the evening, is that I don't know the answer. So, No, it's not, and it's the afternoon. <laughs> Shit. 
So wrong again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's I gotta ask the question. Does anybody hunger for games? Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, I'd like to play a recent recent addition to the show that I'm very excited about because I'm the best player of it in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. Oh, Johnny C yeah. steps up to the plate again. <laughs> um, it's called ABCD's Nuts. <laughs> I thought you. I, I thought the game would be sweating profusely because then I was going to side with John. He's probably probably much better. Do you need a towel? You look. I, I feel bad for you, buddy. <laughs> You know, David, this isn't the time on this on this w- hot stage on this hot Sunday afternoon, sitting the, next to the three of us, is no time to start bragging about how you're going to sweat less. <laughs> it's my one skill. Fucking <laughs> so good at not sweating. You said sitting next to oh. us, like that was making him hot, like making <laughs> him sweat. <laughs> oh wow! I, I mean, just... you are very attractive, but you know, I yeah. it meant that it's I like three potatoes and a French fry up here. <laughs> <laughs> All just cooking under the lights. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, if you get a chance to catch David Huntsberger's stand-up, it's terrific. He doesn't sweat at all. <laughs> Zero sweating in this, I vow. Every show. Yeah, I don't know how he does it with that material, but he... <laughs> he manages to never... You'll never see him sweat. <laughs> he balms calmly. <laughs> hey, shut up, you guys. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm David Hensberger. <laughs> Worst impression. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I, I want a Green Lantern shirt. Okay, so uh, let's play ABC These Nuts. Now, should I play or should I sit this one out? All right, I'm in. <laughs> uh, but I can't start because I, you know, I, I already know what the first letter is going to be. Because <laughs> we're not going to start with A. Oh, shit. Yeah. Great. We'll start with uh, Jared will go first and then David and then John and then me. And we'll start with the letter L. So, <laughs> just any movie that starts with that. Oh, you don't know this game? I don't. What it is is we go around, the, you know, in order, and the next person has to do the next letter of the alphabet. Right. And you can't, and it can't be a movie that starts with the letter the unless it's the letter T. <laughs> right. So that uh, makes it extra difficult. And you have to start by naming any movie that begins with the letter L. Okay. And it's a speed game. Right. So do it right now. Lost in translation. Bam! Men at work. Nobody's fool. <laughs> oh. Persepolis. Whoa, I don't know if you uh, pronounced that right. <laughs> Quigley Down Under. John has a nice Quigley Down Under. <laughs> That's what I call. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. <laughs> What? Ugh. Does the quickly match the the drapes? Does the curtain match the quickly? I don't know the expression. Okay, so R to you, John. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. And I'll go Straw Dogs. 
Uh, you get the precious T. You could just say any movie that begins with the if right. you want. Oh, yeah. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> Why'd you look at me aggressively? Hey, we, why did he also... The Ten Commandments. <laughs> deal with this. Uh, <laughs> sir, sir, please. It's T. You're next. I'm going to go Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. <laughs> Skip right to the sequel. V for Vendetta. What's that making me? What am I? V, W, Waterworld. X-Men Origins. Nice. That's a thing? That's a thing. Does it have to be the whole, whole title, though? It might be Which one was X-Men Origins? Well, I'm not going to say if he doesn't know. No, but is that... Well, it's the, new, the newest one, isn't it? No, no. All right, then X-Men Origins. It's not the newest one. <laughs> but I don't think there is one called X-Men Origins, is there? It's, it's a partial it, title. It's subtitle of Wolverine, so you're out. Shit! I could have just said X-Men. I tried to get cute. <laughs> I know. And I thought I, it was the I new watched, one, which I I watched liked. you get cute. Uh, so, <laughs> it was adorable. <laughs> so is X to me now, or can I just skip to Y? No, you gotta do X. Dang it. Uh, X How hard could it be? Why <laughs> <laughs> to you, John? You've got mail. Mm, okay. I get Z, so I'll go with uh, Zoolander. Alpha Ob- dog. Obvious one. Huh? Alpha dog. Oh, you're going back to A? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the idea? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, I guessed ahead. B, John. Big business. <laughs> I don't know why people are laughing at that. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, Cutter's Way. <laughs> Cutter's? Uh, I'm going with uh, Dawn of the Dead. Eat it, John. Three, two, one. End of the world? What? <laughs> you mean to look it up? No, don't. Okay. He's out. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's... I think there's a movie that has End of the World in the end of the title, sure. but I don't think it begins with uh, end, end of the World. So... Sorry, dude. Eraserhead. Funny Farm. Go. H. House Party. I, Robot. J. <laughs> Jaws. Kick Ass. Kick Ass! Lo- lost at Sea. Lost at Sea? Mm-hmm. What's that? So, um, Mart, uh, Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lemmon. That's called Lost at Sea? I think. Out to Sea. No, they're wrong. Out to Sea, I win. (laughs) Damn it. I will always win. Why did I do Lost in Translation? I'm the worst. Ah! Because it came up already on the L's. Oh, okay. In fact, you did it. Got to do a new one. No, I did it. No, it was he did it. Yeah, yeah. But that was was fun. No no pressure, you guys. John, you called It doesn't matter that I win. win every time. I was rooting for you, man. I know. I tried. Now, this, this next game actually is, is important. <laughs> and this one, you know, this one you know. Build a title? Yes. Okay, let's play some build a title. The winner, the winner of this game is going to be uh, going first in the Leonard Maltin game, and that's, that's what you really want. That's what you really want to do. You want to get control early in the Leonard Maltin game. So, There's no movie called Lost at Sea? Seems like uh, they've got to make that. 
there's so much suspense just right in the title. I think there's a movie. Could've done ladybugs, lady killers. She's going to sit here and rub it in all day. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the second runner-up in the Miss America pageant also does that <laughs> to the first runner-up. I don't know. Lady sings the blues. You know, your teeth could be a little smaller. You know, I mean, uh, your did hair. You tape? Did you could use be... Vaseline? <laughs> Low down, dirty shame. Love and other drugs. Lucky lady. Lindbergh baby. <laughs> That's not a movie. It should be though. I'm only. Yeah. All right, Dave. You last. You lasted the longest in the uh, in that. So we'll let you go first and build a title. Great. And then we'll go to uh, John and then to Jared and uh, your first title suggested by Brack the Man. B-R-A-K, the man on Twitter, suggested Air Bud. So you need something that ends in air. Con Air Bud. Okay. John, you need something that ends in con or begins with bud. This is going to be tough. It really is. Uh, uh, I can think of one for bud, but I can't. I don't know. Not able to think of something for con. Uh, hmm. It's gonna be a tough one. You got anything? You should be thinking ahead, Jared. <laughs> I, believe me, I am. But not helping. Come on. <laughs> Airbud two, uh, golden retrievers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> retrievers plural. Yep. Wasn't it? Uh-oh. Receiver, Receiver, dummy. It's a football instead of a basketball. Oh. I just met him yesterday. I'm calling him dummy. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> that was a great try, though. Yeah, very smart. Um, I, I got to look that movie up now. I just, for no other reason than to see what Leonard Malton thought of it. Because <laughs> I bet you he didn't like it. Air. He watches Airbud 2 Golden Receivers. He has, he has uh, he's more likely to, to watch that than a horror movie. He's not big on horror movies. Yeah, Airbud Golden Receiver. Two and a half stars from Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Title K9 catches pigskins rather than shoots hoops. As I said less eloquently a moment ago. He and the young owner joined the school football team. Plus a pair of Boris and Natasha-like villains plot to abduct the pooch for their traveling circus. <laughs> Who played those parts? <laughs> Nora Dunn, I guess, was one of them. And Tim Conway was in it. All right, back to you, Jared. David Huntsberger is the winner, everybody. Oh, you really? I just can't think of anything. Oh, okay. I had Air Buddy System. I had Air Buddy Holly. Oh. It was the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, but that would still work, Buddy Holly story. All right, I'm saying the Buddy Holly story. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did that last time, sorry. Okay. So David wins the point. Yes. And this time we'll start with Jared and go to John. Uh, Jared, you get to start with the title suggested by, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Carida, C-R-A-E-D-A, uh, and the title is Smokey and the Bandit. What do you think of that? Ends in smoky, begins with band it. Okay. 
Is it allowed to just do? It. Can you just do the the? You've word heard the it? podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, Smokey and the Bandit. No, it's already in there, Holmes. You can't do that. And that was a All TV right. movie. Okay, it still lives. Is that a thing? <laughs> Listen, have you been taking Graham Elwood pills? <laughs> I have to say I would if they were available. All right. Yeah, sure. Um, isn't there... It's still... Come on. It still lives? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? It, I think you know... Because you know. There was, you know it's alive. I remember that. That's what I said. Because the ad campaign was, a, was a, a baby bassinet and then this fucking scary claw hanging out of it. It was awesome. It's alive, right? Yeah, what was the sequel to It's Alive? Do you know? It's Alive Again. It's Alive Again. I had, um, can I go, is it me? And then the third one was called It's Alive Some More. <laughs> it took place at a campfire. You wouldn't believe this, still living. Number four. Okay, so, uh, so Jared's out. I'm going to say... Uh, wait, 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 we're going to John this time, right? Oh, uh, it happened last night. Yeah, there you go. Smoking the Bandit happened last night. You see how this works, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> He's just here for Leonard Malton game. That's where he really excels. Oh, yeah, one night. Not last night. I mean, some shit happened to me last night, but it's not a movie yet. So does that count, then? Um, I think this crowd doesn't think it should count. No. <laughs> He's one of your own. Come on, give it to him. Give him a Come chance. On, <laughs> okay, then, David, you, called this, you brought this upon yourself. Yes. So, uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit happened one night. There's a movie starring uh, my friend Shel Bjorgen. It's worse than The Room. It's one of the worst. <laughs> and it's called Night Creep. Can we use that? It's an actual movie. I've seen it. It's hideous. Let me look it, up. I, it might not be on there. If it's not, you? I have a backup one, but I'd like to use Night Creep. I'd like to hear your backup one. Damn you. Night at the Roxbury. Oh, okay. That's perfectly good. Why, why, why? You just want to get Night Creep in there to get yeah. mention your friend Schnell Snorgen? Get it a little, yeah, get it out there. Schnell Snorgen? What's Schnell. his name? Chell Bjorgen. Schnim Snorgen? Schnim Snorgen. <laughs> Did you ever go snorkeling with Bjorgen again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, what did you go with it said? Night at the Roxbury, okay. Yeah. And uh, Jared remains out. What do you got now, John? Smokey and the Bandit happened one night at the Roxbury. Um, buried Alive. Night at the Roxbury Buried Alive. I like it. David? Damn it. Alive. I know. He wouldn't have been able to do anything with Creep. He would have added like, the word show to it. Exactly. <laughs> you could have just done Night of the Creeps and still would have worked. Oh, now you're showing off? Yeah, wait. <laughs> I fought for you. <laughs> you're up here. How dare you? I uh, fought for you and I died for you. Alive. What do you got? Um, alive. Alive. <laughs> yeah, you know how I like dead. I don't like dead air, so just keep making that noise. No, no. <laughs> uh, is there a movie called Gunsmoke? The guy behind me. It's a TV show. No, they didn't. Oh, really? <laughs> Up in smoke. Hey. Okay. All right. Yeah. Jesus. I should throw it. You both. You both have uh, screwed up on this one, so that I won't throw either of you out. We'll keep going. Uh, John. 
Alive and Kicking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> alive and Kicking. Up and Smoking the Bandit happened one night. The Rock's buried alive and kicking. David? Kicking and Screaming. Oh. Up and Smoking the Bandit happened one night at The Rock's buried alive and kicking and screaming. He's, he's literally writing this down as he goes here. Doug is. It's really happening. You thought he just spoke out loud to himself like that just, normally? <laughs> you think I could just remember all of that shit? <laughs> Somebody's got to be in charge around here. Fired Up. It's a cheerleading movie starring Eric, <laughs> Eric Christian Olsen. Oh, what shelf of your library is that one on? <laughs> okay, Fired Up at Smokey and the Bandit happened one night as the rocks buried alive and kicking and screaming. <laughs> David? Um, you can do it. I can? No. <laughs> this, is this in my oh, I got one. You I do? Think. I think so. Um, yeah, I do. I got one. Right? I don't think I have one. Fired? Don't you have one? Yeah, I'm, well, sort of. <laughs> Anything, David? You're fired. <laughs> that movie. No, you, you are. <laughs> Damn it. John wins that round. Let's hear it for John, everybody. What'd you, what, what'd you have there? What's that? I go with uh, I go with under fire, then. Ah. Yeah, or yeah. courage under fire. Ah, I always went with courage under fire. Damn it. Saint Elmo's fire, We're fucking kicking you all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Quest for fire. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. <laughs> the fire. Pants of fire. <laughs> Man on fire. Dang it. There's a lot Too of bad they didn't a do a sequel to Liar Liar. Yeah, if they'd have done that, you would have been great at this game. Yeah. Oh, I'll go with Liar Liar Pants on Fire for the win. <laughs> All right, we got to do another one. I'm just, I'm just fixing the prize bag over here. <laughs> just trying to be useful. Whoever leaves here tonight, I hope they have two arms and a friend. Because they're going to have two bags and a cake to carry out of here. Or, if, you, if you're like me, it'd be fun to go out onto Walnut and just throw that cake into the middle of the intersection. <laughs> And then watch cars go through the cake. <laughs> Could you get in trouble for that? Is that probably get a ticket or something, right? If Only just... if they saw you, Doug. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least it's got somebody else's name on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does it? Is it like a? Is it a used happy birthday cake? Is that what it is? I don't know because he also the the whole part <laughs> where the person's name would be written on there got smushed because he says he dropped it on his way here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, are we still, is this show still happening? <laughs> okay, so the next one, we'll start with uh, Jared and go to David, and this one is uh, suggested by uh, someone called Changing My Plea. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually here today? That's nice. That's funny when that happens, because I put it out to the international Twitter audience, and Changing My Plea is here in the, in the room right now. So that gives me the opportunity to say, why Changing My Plea? The Morrissey reference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, that expression does make me want to feel... I feel like crying and being alone. <laughs> so that's perfect. Uh, and your first uh, title to start off with, Jared, is a movie called... And this is, this is why I picked it, because this is a great one for this. Three Ninjas Kick Back. <laughs> 
Three Ninjas Kick Backdraft. Yeah, they do. It's the first one I've ever gotten when we've done this. I've missed every time other than just now. And yet there's no applause for that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> David? Three, so something that ends in three or draft or begins with draft. So something that ends in three. <laughs> um, oh no! I think I, I might have thought of something. For draft. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, I have. After the. <laughs> yeah, you're on the you're on the right track. Fall. Yeah, okay. after the fall. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Okay. Three ninjas kick back after the fall. Uh, into me. Fall into me? Yeah, fall into me. Well, who's in that? Uh, I think that was Freddie Prince Jr., wasn't it? <laughs> wow. What was it called? Down to you. There is one similar to fall to me, but I'll do Men in Black 3 then. See, right? I was going to do. I was going to say Toy Story 3, but... You also... We're getting a lot of this today. Also, Men in People are under the impression, like, can you... Wouldn't it be great if you're on Jeopardy and you got a second <laughs> chance after the first answer is wrong and you can go, Alex. <laughs> what I meant to say was... <laughs> but sometimes he'll clear it up with them. Be like, uh... will go, I mean, who is Albert Einstein? Yes. He'll say more specific or full answer, full name or something or like that. Or gonna need a completely different answer. <laughs> quickly, yeah. quickly. Right. We're gonna need you to give us a correct answer. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so John's out then. And, uh... <laughs> with the fall into me thing. So then the Starring Toy Freddy, Story Freddy 3. Prince. Okay, you're going Toy Story 3, Ninjas. Kickback Draft. Kickback Drafter the Fall, right? That's yeah, Drafter the Fall. Toy. Oh, and I can't do the... Dang. Can't do the toy. Okay. Um, hmm, falling down. Yeah. Falling down. Defense. Okay, so Toy Story, th do I have to do the whole thing every time? No, I'll say it for you because okay. I write it down. Right. <laughs> I was, I'm very impressed is what I was trying to say. It didn't come off that way, but... You were pointing it out because you were impressed that I was yeah, writing I was like, it down? Yeah, Okay. I wouldn't have remembered it. That's Toy funny. Story 3, Ninja's Kickback, Drafter, The Falling Down. Periscope. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. David, Toy Story 3 Ninjas Kickback Draft or the Falling Down Periscope. Scope. <laughs> Paris. Cope. Uh, can I, is there a movie called Tol Tolstoy? <laughs> That's right, right? I'm going to just kick someone out of the game when they start with, is there a movie called? But I think it is not a guessing game. Feel like it is a knowing a title and saying it game. Oh, they mean the movie Tolstoy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're out. Dang it. And uh, who does that leave? Jared. Just Jared. Jared gets a point. We have a three way tie. <laughs> I need to drink some more of this confetti. Mm. Okay, so we'll start with you, David. We'll go to John. 
Would periscope floats work? Would that have worked? Scope floats? <laughs> Only if for the rest of your life you pronounce it, hey, I'm going to go look through that periscope. <laughs> open season would have, though. Open water, up, open yes. season. <laughs> open. I'm really good when there's no pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's the trick to these things. Uh, Merkin McGee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his Twitter name is, but Merkin McGee suggested, and I guess we'll start with you, David, and we'll go, we'll go to John. Suggested, I know what you did last summer. Catch. Has to, and okay, summer catch. Now that does have Freddie Prince Jr. in it. Catch me if you can. That does not have Freddie Prince Jr. in it. What do you got, Jared? It has to begin with can or end with I? Will you, will you build it for me? So I, so I can hear it. So I can stall. Please, come on. I know what you did last summer. Catch me if you can. Summer, catch me if you can. Can. So make that noise I was making for you there. Or ends with... Or something. Or I tuned that out. I didn't even know you were doing that. <laughs> ends with I. You were doing like a drum roll for me? Um, I was, but it's, a, it's fine. We don't yeah. have to worry about it now. Um, the King and I. Oh, delightful. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to come up with Cat's Eye or Red Eye, but you went King and I. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, so David, you need Ends and King or Begins with Can. Okay. Um, can... <laughs> Did someone yell pass? <laughs> um, can't hold me down. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, you're out, out. You're out. You're out. For the rest of the show, get off the stage. <laughs> Step on that cake. <laughs> Boot stomp that cake. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm just going to write down L O T R. R-O-T-K. <laughs> All right, so, Jared, you need something that ends in Lord or begins with can? Um, I think the thing people have trouble getting their minds around is it doesn't have to be the word can. Right. So... Can is part of other right. words. Okay, right, right. Uh. <laughs> Well, I can't think of anything that starts with candle. I mean, I've tried that, actually, in my I mind. just thought of one. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Stop flirting uh, with me. I would... I would... <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, okay, you're out. I'm out. <laughs> so does that just leave John? Can't buy me love? That's, well done, how sir. How stupid am I? What is wrong with me? I tried to tell you how stupid you were without coming out and saying it. <laughs> Can't stop the music. Yeah, yeah. It just goes on I like and on. Think of our band, the <laughs> huh? Candle Mass. Yeah, that's right. But movie-wise, there's Candle Shoe. Candle Shoe, remember that? Candle Box, someone yelled out. That's not a movie. No, I know. <laughs> so Let's change this to Doug Loves Music. So John won I that can... round, right? And John is our winner overall. <laughs> Nicely done. I don't think we're, we're surprised at all. No, is that I'm right, not. David? No. He was using very big words backstage, so we were, uh, we were a little... 
think thought that would happen. John Casale, an underdog story. Yeah, I mean, an underdog tale. Uh, Okay, so now it's that time where we are going to finally get to the uh, Leonard Maltin game, and what we need from the audience is to show us your name tags. What a delightful array of of name tags. I'll take the pizza. Oh, someone brought a pizza. Thank oh, you. what is that? There's a lady with a possum over there. Amanda. Don't you have rules at this club? People could come into this club with a possum? It's like swinging a dead possum around over there. Screaming possum. I'm sorry, lady. Is that possum sleeping or pretending to sleep? You have a delicious corporate pizza right there. Oh, Take it wow. easy. It's not a corporate pizza. No, it looks good. I thought it was because of the Papa John's. Mine is uh, Sarah the Clock Tower because Back to the Future is my favorite movie. Did Sarah know that? I don't know. I don't know Sarah. <laughs> okay. But why would the Clock Tower be called Sarah? <laughs> because her name is Sarah. <laughs> but what does it say under that? Save. Save. Oh, I get it now. She <laughs> <laughs> changed the word save to Sarah. <laughs> on the Save the Clock Tower piece of paper. <laughs> Let's show everybody. Oh, but it, this is cute. It's got a little thing on the back so you can actually pin it to your shirt. Here, pin that on your shirt. Right. Have it hang on you like a special you know, Sarah, child. If I wanted to wear my Back to the Future shirt, I would have. I'm wearing a shining shirt. Thank you very much. I just thought of something, you guys. I gotta do something really quick. It may not be a very good payoff. We can, we can cut this part out of the show if, it doesn't, if it's not as fun as I think it's going to be. But hang on a second here. I'm going to move this glass. I'm going to put this over here. Mm-hmm. Could you throw that possum up here? Here we go. Possum coming in. Oh, it's adorable. Now, were you going to let the, whoever picked this, were you going to let them keep it? Hell no. Hell no? Well, how would you feel? Do possums like cake? <laughs> How do possums feel about cake? Because I'm going to dip it in cake and then throw it back at you. Oh, this is going to, this is bad. (laughs) Jared's going to be like, don't ever come to my club again. All that confetti and cake. Oh, this is disgusting. Yeah, I really want to do that. Why would you question this? Everyone's gonna love it. Just throw it in the wash later. It'll be fine. <laughs> I knew they'd be disappointed, but I, she looks so upset. <laughs> she, like, did she keep call saying, the Better Business Bureau? On, did she keep on saying Dark that Benson? Possum's been through a lot? <laughs> He's had a hard life. <laughs> His parents abandoned him. He overcame heroin. (laughs) Dropped out of school, picked up odd jobs. Now here he is getting dunked in cake. Hey, how how about we find out why it really did have a hard life? It survived a a fire and you're worried about cake? (laughs) (laughs) The poor possum probably wants cake. Let him eat cake. It would have been so cute watching him burrow through that cake. But out of respect to her and her dumb possum, I mean. Fire possum. <laughs> Look at this cake. 
like you really can't tell who it was happy birthday to, but it's disgusting. And we're gonna let, let's seriously throw it out in the middle of the street after the show. Watch cars drive through it. They'd probably drive around it. They'd probably be like, "Ooh, what's that blue dead thing?" It's such a gross color too. All right. Well, I had a fun idea. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> People were so excited to see that that happen. Oh, look at that frost. Anybody want some frosting? Little Miss Sunshine? <laughs> okay. Leonard Malton game. Oh, John's playing for Brett, the original Malton's Milk Balls. Which is a reference to the cake boss calls it Malton's Milk Balls. Cake boss. And, uh, oh, Ice tea called it that. You're right, you're right. Ice tea. And, uh... And so you're playing for Brett, and David is playing the pizzas from Amanda, and the clock tower, of course, is Sarah. Everybody, Sarah the clock tower. <laughs> if you do anything to the clock tower, make sure you Sarah it. John gets to go first, then we'll just move across this way to uh, David and then to, to Jared. And thank you, Jared, so much for having us again here at the, uh, the Comedy Absolutely. Attic. We love, we love doing it. Yeah, it's super fun. Let's see what kind of categories we've got for you to choose from, John. Would you like to play... Um, at Five Second Stare suggested Tango and Cash, which is films that feature strippers. At Gookie Cookie, Gookie underscore Cookie, suggested Run, Forest, Run, and that's movies where there is a chase in the forest. A forest chase. Or your third option, John, uh, two letters, and that's a movie that only has two letters in the title. Which one of those would you like to play? I'll do two letters. Okay, this movie has two letters. Leonard Malton says about this movie that it should have a two-and-a-half star rating on a scale of bomb to four stars. Uh, he says that this movie is about a person... It's about a person who is obsessed. And he also says that it is well-acted by a no-name cast. <laughs> he lists six names. He lists six no-names. So how many do you think it'll take you to get it, John? Did you say the year? No, I didn't. <laughs> 1998. 98, I'll, two and a half stars, an I'll, obsessed person, and it's well acted, no name cast. I'll do six names. Okay. How many of those no names do you think you need, David? Uh, five. Okay. Jared? Na yeah, go ahead and name that. Okay. I'm just curious, David, why you didn't just ask, ask John to name it. Um, I'm trying to think of two <laughs> two letter titles. Doesn't seem like there are a ton. Um, okay, I'll give you your five names. Okay, and we'll see what you do with those five names. AJ or AJ Nedu. That's probably the biggest of the of the five names. Because <laughs> I think he was in Office Space. Uh, Stephen Perlman, 
Pamela Hart, Ben Shankman. Oh, I've heard of Ben Shankman. I know who that is. And Mark, oh, wait, yeah, you get five? Mark Margolis. Oh. <laughs> what two-letter title do you think it is? O. <laughs> O-H. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> oh. Oh, the Christopher Hewitt story. <laughs> Behind the scenes of Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, you don't get another guess. That was your guess. That was my one guess. And the correct answer is pie. P-I. Pie. Oh, well, that was, oh. close. that was a tough one. And that means that Jared is on the board. He's got a point. Gonna, Jared, check this out. I'm going to write that down. You're going to be so impressed. <laughs> Guys, he's writing it down. Look at this. Jared, boom, one point. I have a point. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's start uh, with John and move, uh, move towards Jared. And uh, John gets to pick between the following categories. Would you like bully? That's movies where someone is bullied. Or Peggy Sue got Marleyed in me. That's movies where Kathleen Turner dies. <laughs> I'm just going to walk around like a weirdo. And um, your third option is... Uh, <laughs> uh, Probst Protocol, as in Jeff Probst. And that's movies that take place uh, all or in part in the wilderness. So which one of those would you like to play, John? Bully, Kathleen Turner, or Wilderness? I'll do Bully. Okay. This movie where somebody is bullied is from the year 1980. Leonard Malton calls this movie Pleasant. <laughs> and he also says, uh, did I say you guys gave it two and a half stars? It's from 1980, it's Pleasant, and it was filmed in and around Chicago. Yeah, and he lists about eight names. So how many names do you think you can get it in? We'll try eight. Out of eight names, okay. Eight names. Uh, is it me or? It goes to Jared, because he challenged last how, how many stars did you say? Two and a half. Hmm. Someone in the audience says. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I'll go, I'll go ahead and say name it. Really? 1980, I mean, you know. No, I don't know. Explain it to me. Don't you think, don't you want to Sarah the Clock Tower? I, I would love to, yeah. <laughs> There's no way you're going to Sarah the Clock Tower with that kind of play. Okay, well, let's see if he can do it. <laughs> okay, so how many names does he get? Eight names. All eight names. <laughs> All right, I can do it in seven names. <laughs> Seven, I can do it in seven names. I'm just saying. Was yeah, kind of, I'll do it in seven names, and I okay. won't get it right, but that's fine. Well, <laughs> you also have about as much poker face as David Huntsberger usually has, because now we go to him. Um, I feel like I was scorned more when I didn't uh, play the game appropriately, whereas Jared tried to play it right, and you coaxed him out of it. <laughs> put me in an awkward spot here. What do you here. mean he tried to play it right? He wanted him to name it, and then you talked him out of it. Well, I just pointed out how, what a fucking foolish move. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him all of the names. This isn't like, so. this isn't pie. This is a movie with people in it that when you hear their <laughs> names, 
Um, you might recall the name of the movie. Are you saying AJ and Adu isn't a person? No, I'm saying that he was the biggest name in Pi. Um, for whatever reason, I'll say six names. <laughs> I'm just trying to set you up. That's all this is. I can feel that. I'm just trying to drag you down. That's the name that that's movie. The whole point. Yeah. yeah. See, see what happens. Yeah. See what happens when you're David Huntsberger, and you're an innocent victim of. <laughs> it's, you know, this game has a you know it has strategic elements that the guests sometimes forget about. <laughs> so I was just trying to help help. But I think he has listened, and that was his strategy. All right, well, we'll find out at the end if John would have known it with all eight names, and the answer will be yes. Yeah, okay. That's what I figured. A good good chance he would know it. You know, you never know. You never know. Weirder things have happened. But uh, let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Let me find it. I lost it. What was the category? Bully? Bully. Bully, bully. Okay, bully. So this has a bully in it, and it was from 1980, two and a half stars, pleasant and filmed in and around Chicago. And the six names? Six names. Yeah. Are Craig Richard Nelson, Joan Cusack, John Hausman, Matt Dillon, Ruth Gordon, Martin Mull. Very 80s cast. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Dillon is a young... Yes, all of those people existed then. Yes. And did this movie. In and around Chicago. Chicago. It's got a bully in it. Uh, <laughs> and the okay, so you don't know it. No. Okay, so then, just for fun, <laughs> the point has already been won, but just for laughs, the final two names are Adam Baldwin and Chris Makepeace. See, Jared wasn't so dumb, yeah, was he? I, I, Paper Chase? No. But John Hausman was in Paper Chase, so that's a good guess. But Chris Megpiece, you may recall, he was the uh, little boy in Meatballs. Flight of the Navigator? And then, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then he went on to be uh, bullied by Matt Dillon and protected by Adam Baldwin in My Bodyguard. Are you serious that you thought that he was going to get that? I really thought that he might know something about a movie that had all those actual famous people in it. Matt Damon's like one of his first movies. Dylan? Matt Damon. (laughs) Matt Dylan. Matt Damon was in it. Like he's in the background in one scene showing a guy, saying to a guy if he likes apples. Well, that was was Adam Baldwin's first movie, wasn't it? Probably, yeah. I should have known that, but. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Big Adam Baldwin fan? Actually, yeah. He's so good on Chuck. <laughs> He's so good not being related to the other Baldwins. <laughs> he does that really well. All right, so the point goes to John, John for making David name it. Here I go, writing it down. And I'll never, I, I apologize to Jared. I will never question your strategy again. Because that would have been, you would have be, gotten a point. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> it's just every time somebody does that, like, Pete Holmes got all of the names of Devil Wears Prada. Somebody, somebody, probably T.J. Miller, let him get all the names. And then he didn't know the answer. (laughs) So I was wrong on that one, too. So I'm never going to say a word again. (laughs) That'd be weird if I just stopped talking. (laughs) Made you guys run it yourselves. All right. So we got a really tight, exciting match going. (laughs) 
And uh, since John just got the point, we'll start with Jared and uh, go to David. And you get to pick the category. Jared, would you like Diane Keaton? That's movies where Diane Keaton dies. <laughs> at, at Fragrant Bleach suggested Top Build, and that's movies where this title, these, the, the movies are, were mentioned tonight in Build a Title. <laughs> so one of the movies we've already talked about tonight. So that uh, might give you a slight leg up. And then uh, the third one would be uh, the, the great, great category, speaking of Pete Holmes, Keep It Crispy. <laughs> and that's movies where someone is set on fire. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll do the Diane Keaton one. Okay. How's that spelled? D-Y-I-N apostrophe? Uh, D-Y-I-N apostrophe. Diane. All right. <laughs> he can write and spell. It's amazing. <laughs> so, like, you're looking for a bonus point or something? Just curious. <laughs> Just pondering. <laughs> okay. So, Jared, uh, this movie gets three stars from Leonard. He calls it Warm-Hearted. And he says that it is a comedy drama. And he also says that the cast couldn't be better. And yet somehow it only gets three stars <laughs> out of four. And he lists five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names. Eleven names. Let's go with eleven names. How many names do you think you get it? Did I say the year? The year is 2005. Hmm. Diane Keaton. I, I guess I'll... I'll go, I'll go nine names. Okay. It's good to shrug when you announce how many names because it tells the other <laughs> players where you're at. <laughs> uh, I'll say eight. I'll go seven. I'll have him name that movie. Oh, here we go. This is for the win. David, you're completely out of it at this point. Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm all heart. I just tried really hard. Are you, are you going to start eating that pizza? Uh, I just ate, but uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the pizza, Amanda. Drown my I'm sorrows. Sorry I didn't win for you. Is there a shithead written on the back of the pizza? Or there we... is not. Okay, you can so just use me. She'll have to come up. No, she gets to name a shithead. Oh, okay. If, if, you know, we'll see I feel like I should have looked over every game I was playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you did great. <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> Thank you. And she, it's a pepperoni pizza, but she threw like, like one jalapeno in there. What? No, no, that's a standard, that's the obligatory pepper. Oh, a pepper. I'm willing to give this to someone if they'd like it. Throw it at the possum lady. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw things and make a mess and stand too close to that speaker. I could only do it with my left hand. There's no way I, I couldn't do it. Okay, don't, that's okay. You're safe. You and the possum are safe for now. But are they house? What's your name, possum lady? Nice. Sherry. Sherry, okay. Sherry the possum lady. Does she come to Comedy Attic a lot? I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I think hope you'd so. remember if somebody showed up all the time with a, a possum. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what she does every time. She didn't even know what this was going to be today. She's just lady with a possum. <laughs> uh, what's happening? Uh... We are going to start with, oh, we, it's, uh, <laughs> who has to name it? John has to name it? Okay. Seven names. And you get seven names. Okay, here we go. Your seven names are, and you want the clues again? Sure. 
Diane Keaton. Diane, Diane Keaton. Three stars. 2005. Warm-hearted. Comedy drama. Cast couldn't be better. And the nine people from that cast are Paul Schneider, Elizabeth Reeser, Brian White, Ty Gordano, Rachel McAdams, Craig T. Nelson, Claire Danes, Luke Wilson, and Dermot Mulroney. Is it the Family Stone? That is correct, and John is our winner! Well done, sir. You did it! Amazing! By the sweat of his brow. <laughs> yeah, Denver. Did, did I do that right? That sounded, that was spot on. I thought so, yeah. I'm almost as good a voice as this Graham, Graham Elwood. <laughs> uh, so let's, um, let's go ahead and give the prizes to where's, where's Brett at? Where are you sitting? Come on up here and get all your, get all your stuff. You might want to bring somebody with you to help carry it, because I don't know about this cake. It's a little, it's a little uh, ready to fall apart. The container's, uh, somebody took it off. Somebody took the container. No, you don't have to throw it in the street. It's yours to do with it whatever you want, but if I walk out after the show and there's cake all over the street, I'll be so happy. <laughs> So yeah, so here's, here's the bags full of stuff. And once again, Landlock Records. And what's the name of the, the wine place again, Jared? Brown County Winery. Okay. If there it's brown, go. flush it down. That's right, that's right. There you go. And that, do you still have a record player so you can listen to that Richard Pryor? I think so. You think so? Yeah, most of us don't know whether or not we have a record player. <laughs> or maybe. I have to look under the sink. There you go. Let's hear it for Brett, everybody. Well done. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I got the pizza. Hey, there's pizza on the floor if you want to let the possum come eat it. Damn it. Pizza possum. Slid off the little pizza ramp. And we need to find out if Sarah, Sarah, oh, sorry. I have to tore that off of your shirt. Uh, Sarah needs to come up here and uh, pick a uh, shithead for me to name here at the end of the, at the, end of the presentation. Here she comes. You cannot you lose go. any worse than Jared and I did. Here, just story. write it down. Yes, here, you anywhere, can because he you made me him win. Because I, I, um, I forced the win. That's what I do. Uh, so you're alone. You suck. I was all right. <laughs> yeah, you're the best. I'm sorry. <laughs> just today. <laughs> okay, and where and Amanda, come on up here, and uh, you, you could also write down the uh, shit. Let me see if I can read that. Oh, that's a good one. You're just writing that, that white space right there. I know, there's a lot of weirdness on that piece of paper. A lot of build the title stuff. And What does that say? Want some pizza? You could eat the whole thing? That's probably good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Because it's thin What is that? Okay, I'll, don't worry it. about it. I'll say, I'll say it. I don't want to say it, but I will. No, I don't want a piece of pizza. I just had a, a grilled uh, PB&J backstage that... Yeah. Remember when you brought me that? <laughs> <laughs> remember you brought me that about an hour and 20 minutes ago? So let me ask you guys this. Is there anybody have... Uh, I got the shithead, so we're, we're good to uh, wrap it up. But does anybody have any uh, anything they want to plug or things that are... What's going on? Well, I was going to say at the end of the show, uh, or yeah, when, when you go downstairs, they're going to hand uh, everybody to admit to to see the Beards of Comedy next week. So, and who are the beards of comedy? It is Joe Zimmerman and three other people <laughs> whose names I don't know. 
So tickets are sold out, is what you're saying. A- Andy Sanford, I just remembered, and I would, and then there's, it's T.J. Young. The the official people are Andy Sanford, T.J. Young, Dave Stone, and then one other guy, Joe Zimmerman. Joe Zimmerman. <laughs> Now, is Dave Stone is Dave Stone still upset about Diane Keaton dying? Is <laughs> it the family stone? Uh, David, what do you got to... Uh... Uh, after the show, if you'd like to buy a CD, I'll have some over there. And um... How much do those go for? Like a dollar? Yeah, and then, I, and then I bargain up from there. So we'll start at a dollar. I'm really good at haggling, guys. Um, it's like yeah, a swap like, meet for your two for your two records. Yeah, uh, no, I'll do uh, like two for twenty or something like that if you want. Oh, that, that sounds seems great. Like a reasonable I, deal. I love your price. That's why I asked you how much you charge because he's always like, eh, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Sales uh, two for twenty. It's my passion. <laughs> love selling my art. Um, and then uh, June sixteenth. Uh, those of you listening in the Portland area, I will be at the Curious Comedy Theater. Um, and if you haven't listened to Professor Blastoff, take a gander at that. And uh, yeah, look at the here. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just stare at it. Yeah, just have a good look See at it. See what happens. Oh, and my uh, Twitter name is at Huntsberger Junk. Right, that's my final plug. Which is because all of your tweets are from the point of view of your genitals, and they're in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real asshole and genitals love affair down there. What's the Twitter handle for a comedy addict, Jared? Yeah, it's just at comedy addict. Okay, perfect. And uh, John, do you have a Twitter? Uh, I do, but I never use it. But all hate mail can go to john on dlm at gmail.com. <laughs> you should see if at sweatyhead is taken. <laughs> Did he just say his email address was a Douglas Movies email address? I think he, he probably just got it or something. John on dlm at gmail.com. Yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be on like the Today Show tomorrow or something. It's like... <laughs> I think he's going to be on the Tomorrow Show today. <laughs> we did a show here, David, yesterday at this time, and it was not this fucking hot in here yesterday at this time. No, it was not. Yeah, I don't know what's up. I'm sweating about 12% less than John. I'm just making way more fun of him, but I'm very sweaty underneath here. <laughs> yesterday I wasn't. You've and got... I had a longer sleeve uh, outfit. Outfit. Yeah, but I had you an have outfit. hair to cover it. <laughs> Oh, true. I just have everything streaming down because no hair. <laughs> Somebody tried to bring us, like bring us more a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask for things now. You're such a you have such a great staff of people who'll just bring shit. Like, I could use a hundred bucks for <laughs> to go get some drinks later. Now, and John, also you start your new job tomorrow. Yes, Monday. Okay, and where is that? What city do you live in? Indianapolis. Okay, so we're gonna smoke some bowls after this. <laughs> And then uh, you're going to get up bright and bushy-tailed for your new, new job tomorrow. Uh, thank you to everybody who, who came here today, who came here yesterday, who might come again someday. Thank you to Sherry and her possum. At least she says possum, doesn't say opossum. Oh, people say that. I just murder them right on the spot. <laughs> Bash their fucking head in. Oh, I got some plugs. almost forgot my plugs. Let's see. I'll be at the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio with David Huntsberger, August 4th and 5th. Can you beat him as easily in Leonard Maltin game as John Casale? I wrote that before it even happened. Because <laughs> he beat you yesterday. He and did. then he beat you again today. And probably just beat you every time. I Look at his shirt. This guy's born to play Leonard Maltin game. <laughs> I don't know what that means. 
But anyway, thanks again to, to everybody involved in this uh, show today. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, as always, Milo, Milo Kiki? Milo Kiki is a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that's where that one was going. And then also, Jay Leno is a shithead. <laughs> 